Welcome to That Might Be Cool, the best podcast in the history of the internet. I'm Jason Hammonds. And I'm Chase Anderson. Uh, Chase, today we're on the road to Endgame, and it is nearing its end. Yeah, we're game. getting close now. Yeah. It's, uh, we're, we're just one movie away from being one movie away. One movie away. Yeah, it's uh, it's From being one movie. it's okay. really winding down. But then once Endgame comes out, I'm sure there will be like ten or eight, ten or eight, ten, ten or eleven or twelve or fifteen episodes talking about Endgame and what it means. Very yeah. true, very true. I'm very excited for it. Um, terrified as well. It's all terrifying, Chase. All of this, the world is terrifying. It's a terrifying place, and I'm terrified to even talk to human beings. I am scared out of my mind right at this very moment. Yeah, I can tell. That's that's why uh, you got the microphones and. Yeah, something. It's how it's how I cope with my fear is by putting microphones in front of people's faces hey, man, to give an how, artifice that's how you for get conversation. Get over fears as you yeah. uh, you uh, expose yourself. This is like become my way of just like having friendships. Is like, oh, we'll do a podcast. This is how we. This is how we make. Yeah, Jason a doesn't talk unless it's into a microphone. Exactly, it's all like, content, I, baby. I've been here for three days and it's silent <laughs> until he 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 gives me weird looks and then when he hits play. He's my best friend. Exactly. It's, uh, it's, it's all fake. It's very interesting. So I, I flew Chase out here just to like be on a podcast. Yeah, we have. Uh, we've, I've tried to do as many as I can. Um, <laughs> you know how many? How many did we end up doing? Probably uh, this. 12? This might be twelve. Yeah, this might be the twelfth one. So you're on more than half of them. Yeah, I mean, I guess they know if they're listening to this one. They've probably been watching most of them, listening to most of them. You've seen me, but unfortunately, this is going to be my last podcast with you this will be the 13th one 13th one yeah okay so i've been on 12 um yeah there was a little bit of a gap i think the last one i was on was dr strange Mm -hmm. um no it was on infinity Infinity war War, that's infinity war but before that yeah so i've been uh yeah phase phase three is a little uh light on chase uh yeah, so and it'll probably in, be the, your best, uh, best podcast. Most listened yeah, to. Yeah, it's weird. You're in. You're in. Half They're like, of, oh my gosh, I'm so glad. And then they see Infinity War. Yeah, and, uh, listen, and then like, it's like, oh, oh, he's back. And then Ant Man. It's like, okay, this is the last one. Yeah, this you're you're in all of Phase One, half of Phase Two, and then Good a chunk. little a little more than a third. Phase Three is big. Phase Three is huge. Phase Three's got one, I remember two, the, three, four, five, six, Jason seven, counting. eight, nine, ten. It's Riveted. got ten movies, and you're on four of them. Yeah, that's almost half. Yeah, I guess forty percent. Forty percent. Forty percent. That's half. It's almost always. Yeah, it's always <laughs> half. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, which uh, what are we talking about? What, what movie is this? Oh, what movie is this, Chase? Man, if only I could say it's it's a movie that uh, that takes everything, takes the large, the big old scale of Avengers: Infinity War, and and shrinks it down to size. You know what I mean? It really focuses in on its minuscule uh, place in the universe. The movie we're talking about today. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It was a quiet Saturday morning. Zelensky! Give it a rest! It's Saturday! Professor Wayne Zelinsky was hard at work on his new invention. This thing works. It'll put us right up there with the invention of electricity. That didn't quite work. Did you get the machine to work? A few more bucks to get out. Then something quite unexpected happened. Where are the kids? I haven't seen them since I left this morning. It shrunk the kids. You know, Chase, I'll be honest. With this one, I didn't see a single connection yeah i mean i was looking i was looking for any easter egg i could find in I'm, that I'm a little com- confused as to why we're doing this one but uh yeah it just it doesn't 
I don't know. I thought I thought I saw going the spider. Into it. There's a spider, and, and I get it. I, they I, ended. I, they ended in the 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 movie Infinity War. You know, they wanted kind of a bit of a palate cleanser and stuff like that. But I just with Honey I Shrunk the Kids, I do not see how on earth it's supposed to be even a little bit related to. Uh, okay, to, I, I, I I can't. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. I'm looking at this. Oh. I'm looking at this spreadsheet. Oh my gosh! Did we? Oh. I, I dropped a one uh, when I was putting together the spreadsheet. Uh, this is actually supposed to be Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, how long have you been Ant-Man again? Not long. It just sort of happened. I wish I could fight bad guys like you. I seem to mess it up almost every time. Maybe you just need someone watching your back. Okay, yeah, that makes that makes a lot more sense. Yep, this one. Yeah, yeah. This one actually, I I can see it now. I can see, yeah. I, I see where I went wrong in doing the math on the spreadsheet. And I, geez, man, well, you, you you were going so well until that one. I know we had twenty ish movies or something like that of me doing doing fine, and now and uh, it just didn't work out. It was in it was in the list though. It was in the list. The recommended list of uh, yeah, you know. Re- reading, re- not reading order, <laughs> watching <laughs> order. order. Um, yeah, but let's let's talk about Ant Man and the Wasp. That was such a fun bit, Chase. People loved it. Yeah, They're that laughing. was great. Ted oh. definitely did not go on for too long. No, <laughs> not at all. Especially, I wonder how much of the trailer I played. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this this movie, Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, is is the what is it? Twenty first installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Twentieth installment. Twentieth. Uh, twentieth. Because I remember, I'm like, oh, it would really be cool if Infinity War was the twentieth, but yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp gets the number, number two. Numero veinte. Bente. Bente. Is, um, is that Spanish? Yeah. Bente. I guess uh, we got Luis, which is, I guess, the only Mexican character <laughs> yeah, in the Luis entire... Not only the only Mexican character in this entire universe, I think the only Latin American character in this entire universe. Yeah. And, yeah. And the only one that actually speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How many actors do you think speak Spanish are in the MCU? Probably probably quite a few. I don't know about that. I don't know how many actors know. speak Spanish. Spanish is pretty pretty common language. Spanish is a common language. It's the, it's the most common second language in America. Yeah, I just don't. I don't United look States. at any of the Avengers and go, "Yeah, this person probably took the time to." T- to I mean, learn Captain America language. definitely speaks Spanish. Captain America, the character, sure. The yeah. character of Captain America probably speaks eighty languages. Maybe Iron Man. No, are you kidding me? He's smart. Iron Man. No, Iron Man would just develop a translator. That's true. That's like he's true. he's smart. I was but he's thinking. Lazy. I was like, he's very smart, but yeah, he's more of a work hard, uh, finds, work smarter than work harder. Exactly. He finds a shortcut for everything. There's there's always like there's always a way. Or what is the the movie from Avengers? There's always a shortcut. There's always a way around it or whatever. Yeah. Like Captain America. Does he have a comeback with that? Um. And he goes, mm. Yeah, it's called innovation. I don't think he says anything to that. Yeah, he should have. Like, I think like, I just cut the wire, and then Cap says something. And I think, oh, he does. He just. I would think I would just. Well, but that's cut before the that. Because yeah, yeah. he says I cut the wire, and then Cap's like, "There's always a way around it, isn't there?" Or something like that. And then I think something interrupts them. That's true. Um, that's always what I do whenever there's a conversation that like someone has a good line or whatever. There's like no way to really like come back to the conversation. It's always just like, oh, something interrupts them. Or if you're Aquaman, an explosion. Explosion. Happens. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> um. Well, so this movie uh, at the uh, global box office, uh, it fared a little bit better, actually quite a bit better than, uh, not, not no, just a little, a, a bit better than than the original Ant Man. This uh, garnered us uh, six hundred and twenty two million dollars at the uh, global box office. Uh, the production budget is uh, N A. This is one of the few Marvel movies where we don't know what the production budget was. Really? Yeah. Huh. 
Um, six hundred. That's uh, that's relatively low for the Marvel. It's it is a successful movie. Yeah, and, uh, I'm actually really glad that they're continuing doing these. Yeah, um, I'm assuming it's a pretty low budget. I, I yeah, I assume. I mean, the, so the first Ant Man, the budget for the first Ant Man was um, 130 million. So if I were to guess, I'd say Ant Man of the Wasp probably somewhere around 150, 160. Okay. Um, you know, if 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 like, I mean, even Doctor Strange, if that's any indication, Doctor Strange was 165, and I'm betting this movie was a little lower budget than Doctor Strange. Um, with their new characters, they tend to give them a little bit lower budget, and then if the characters have proven to be successful, then they'll raise the budget. But well, I mean, obviously, uh, Paul Rudd is probably one of the most charismatic, yeah. uh, the you know, the effortlessly funny, yeah, um, characters or actors in the MCU. There's a lot of great actors that are good at that, but yeah. it's it's really nice to see Paul Rudd in like a smaller movie. That's because my two favorite genres of movies are um, I love uh, Marvel or uh, superhero movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like t- lots of different genres, but that. But I I love comedies. Yeah, and I feel like um, this is the one where it's and you know not raunchy comedies. Mm. Obviously, I like I like the more you know. Family friendly comedies, <laughs> not too family friendly, but yeah, this this mixes it well. So it's kind of like a, a really fun comedy, lighthearted. Yeah, it's it's been called the palate cleanser because it comes after both of the Avengers, especially after the last Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity War. Yeah, I think it's really cool though how they they don't have them in Infinity War, but they have this is going on almost simultaneously. Yeah, as a Infinity War, and then it's like he's just doing his own thing. You yeah. Know? He's he's a uh, house arrest, and um, you know, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I I, I really enjoy uh, I I enjoy it. Man, it's one of those movies where I I love the humor of it. I love how fun it is. It's a I mean, both Ant Man movies like they're nice. They're self contained. I have a lot of fun watching them. I laugh. You know, it's 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 a good experience watching. But then I never rewatch them. I never go back to watch these movies. I watch them all the time. Oh. These are, uh, yeah, I love watching these because they're like, they're easy watches. And I think a lot of the Marvel movies for me are like easy watches. I can just throw them on and have them on in the background. Yeah. And they're entertaining. And like when there's a part that I like that comes on, I watch it. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this one just because it's so, it's such an easy watch and it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. Like even there, there are jokes in this one. Two of my favorite jokes in the entire MCU are the, the self realization that like uh what do you what do you call that self-awareness self-awareness that you know they, they make two lines where one of them is do you just throw quantum on the beginning of everything yeah, and yeah. it's it's like it's it's that's a, a sci-fi trope and yeah. i love that line well, sci-fi trope and also just a thing that happens in this movie a lot uh, yeah a lot and i like that they address it yeah and uh the other one is um what just putting a hat and baseball glasses or a baseball hat and glasses sunglasses is a disguise <laughs> We just look like us at a baseball game, and it's like that's really funny because that's been a running oh gag the whole time. Yeah, I love how they do that. The, the the directors or writers or whoever puts those lines in, yeah. can see the gags from the entire franchise and make a joke about it. I'm pretty sure Taika Waititi does it. Yeah, like Ragnarok, which uh, unfortunately I did not get to be a part of that episode. I know scheduling conflicts. You, he was originally supposed to be there, but then uh, the the scheduling scheduling conflicts came in the way, so unfortunately Chase won't be able to be there or wasn't able to be there. For yeah, that. yeah. You sorry, all heard that sorry. episode. It was a great episode, though, Chase. You missed out. Ah, gosh, dang it! The future <laughs> sucks. Stupid future past. Which honestly, that that kind of it's it's almost a. Uh, it it almost fits perfectly because there's certainly going to be some weird timey wimey stuff in Avengers Endgame, and so. Um, 
I don't know, man. I no, I don't know what to expect. I don't know with either. Endgame. It'll be it'll be I'm, interesting. Uh, I mean, as as this episode comes out, we've already seen Endgame. <gasps> really? Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, that was fantastic. If In fact, the, if that's the case, then yeah, it was fantastic. Was amazing. Not only have we seen, Endgame, I've already seen Endgame cried. twice by the time this this episode's coming out. Twice? Yeah. That's it. This is coming out. I think the Sunday. You gotta get after, those numbers up, man. <laughs> those are rookie uh, numbers. Uh, get those numbers up, man. I've seen it um, every day since it's been out. <laughs> so have I. I cry every time. This has only been out for two days when this I comes cry. Out. I cheer. Um, I anyway, uh, so yeah, the, this uh, this movie did also receive pretty positive uh, reviews. The the critics rate it uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's sitting about eighty eight percent positive reviews on on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, with seventy six percent of the audience uh, uh, liking it. That is uh, surprising. Eighty eight percent is a lot Rotten higher. Rotten Tomatoes than you is very generous to yeah. the MCU movies. Yes, they I are think, because. Uh, the the audience scores are generally lower. Yeah. Well, not I don't know. Oh, well, sometimes they're higher. I, but I this think one is. It's it's one of those funny things where I don't know. It's kind of a chicken or the egg a little bit for me. Where I don't know if Rotten Tomatoes is more forgiving of the MCU movies, or if I don't view the MCU movies as being as good as they are sometimes because they're stacked up against the other MCU movies. Like, sometimes I feel like I look at the MCU movies, some of them like this one, as being worse than they are because they're in this universe. Really? I, I don't... Like, that doesn't affect me for some reason. I, I don't think, because, like, when I watch this movie, it's like, I know it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. And I know it's no Infinity War. I know it's yeah. no Captain America Civil War, which I love those movies, but mm-hmm. I also love this one. Like, I have, like, equal amount of love for all the... I think if, if a movie that was like exactly this movie but had no connection to the MCU or something like that, if I were to just see this this movie, I would be like, oh my god, this is so fun. Like I would I would probably respond to this movie almost as well as I responded to Shazam if it wasn't connected to the MCU. But since it's in the MCU, it's like I'm looking at it in the pantheon of Civil War and Infinity War and Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. And so I'm really? going, eh, it's fine. I don't know. It's I, weird. I guess I don't have a, a huge problem comparing the movies. I do, man. I don't know why. It just it bogs me down. Just like ha- being able. And again, when I see it, I enjoy it. It's just if I want to rewatch a Marvel movie, there's like ten movies I'm going to before I go to this one. Really? Yeah. I like uh, to not watch the ones that I really like the mm-hmm. most. Like I'll I'll be like, okay, when's the last time I watched that? I'm like, that was months ago. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I'll watch that because like you know when you watch a movie too many times and then you like end up hating it. Yeah. I did that to Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I yeah. watched it every night. Because yeah. it's the only Marvel movie I had, and I watched it every night. And then now I'm like, I don't like to watch it anymore, even though yeah. I love that movie. Let's uh, let's get into uh, the MacGuffin. So this one was really hard to place. Like I was like, <laughs> what could be the driving force? Like, what are all the characters going after? And I, yeah, I, was, I was thinking like the shrinking about? technology or the the quantum <laughs> realm. I was like, hey, man, yeah. it's not it's not staring you in the face the entire movie. Man, That's a tough for sure. One. Yeah. No, I mean th- this one. It's for sure. It's it's the lab. <laughs> it's it's the most obvious since yeah. uh, the Infinity Stones. Yeah, it's it really more is. obvious than the. Infinity <laughs> they they Stones. went. Wait, we're out of Infinity Stones. Crap! What can we do to make a MacGuffin in this movie? I know it's the lab. <laughs> this is probably. I mean, it's. I forgive it because you know this. It's a giant chase movie between. Yeah. Uh, and I like that there's no villain. Really, like the the superpowered person is not a villain. There's three different parties and and um, yeah, they're. You know, two of them are, they are just trying, one's trying to save their parents, the you know, their mom, and one's trying to save her because she's dying, and the other one just wants to be rich. Yeah. So the villains are kind of weak, 
mm-hmm. in this, but I kind of like that, that it's just like this big power struggle between three different parties. Yeah. Trying to find this. So, but it, this is probably the worst MacGuffin. And it's probably the worst part of this movie because, uh, logically, how does that make sense that you have a building that you can carry around? Oh, yeah. There's so many weird fallacies. Like, every piece of furniture would have to be bolted down. Your sewage would have to be in, like, a septic tank that's, like, in the building. Uh, and then, like, where's your water coming from? Like, do you have a... Is there a water tower on top of the building that's, like, somehow getting replenished? Like... I don't know. The, well, and the other thing is, is, like, you know how he fits it into that place? Mm-hmm. Like... How precise would you have to be? Like, you have to put it down and then measure out exactly what it was going to be to fit perfectly in the space that they had it in originally. Yeah. And I think that's just, like, the something that you got to forget. You know, suspension yeah. of disbelief. Yeah, it's a fun thing. And that, that I think that's part of the, the thing for me with this movie is that the visual gags of things getting bigger and smaller are definitely... It, it, it starts to feel very repetitious, you know? Yeah, because... It's just like that's it's, all they have kind of thing that they're yeah. playing with is like, oh, stuff's going to get bigger. Stuff's going to get smaller. And uh, this one, I like it because it kind of opens up a whole new world. Whole new world. Ouch. A dazzling place I never Check out a review of Aladdin, the live action. <laughs> um, the Guy Ritchie movie. The you know, Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the first Ant-Man, everything was shrinking. It was all shrinking. And yeah. then now that we have, at, you know, being able to go big. I I seem to remember that the the actor or the the director of this movie was kind of upset that he didn't get the the giant man reveal because mm-hmm. they gave it to Civil War, which is uh, great because you wouldn't expect giant man to show up in that. Yeah, and uh, it was one of the highlights of that movie. Yeah, but yeah, this movie like you kind of come into it expecting like all right stuff's gonna get bigger, stuff's gonna get smaller, and we would have seen that in the trailer anyway. Yeah, so I love the giant man reveal in Civil War because you they didn't put it in the trailer. It's hardly in the movie, mm-hmm. and it's so unexpected, and they wouldn't be able to do any marketing for anything getting bigger yeah. or Giant Man. Well, I guess the ants get bigger in uh, the in the first one. Yeah. But uh, they would definitely have leaked that in the trailer or, the, for sure. or anything. So I actually think that makes it better, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 fine. Um, I definitely it's one of those things where I go, yeah, I really there's not a single part of me that cares to see a third Ant Man movie, uh, just because I feel like there's not much to do there. I would much prefer him to be a flex player, you know, someone that just goes in, pops up in the other movies. I think they almost teased that. I don't know if it was because of Infinity War, because this came out after Infinity War, and it was like, is there going to be an Ant Man three? And I don't know if they were saying no because of Endgame, and they were just trying to play along mm-hmm. or. There actually actually isn't any plans for an Ant Man three, which I don't I don't see an Ant Man three. Mm-hmm. They have because uh, it goes Ant Man, Ant and the Wasp, and I think there's some sort of progression from that into something new. Mm. So I'm uh, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do with that because I don't think it's gonna be just Ant Man and the Wasp. I think it's gonna be something else. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I just don't really I don't need to see a third movie in this in this particular franchise. Like they could do like an Ant Man in stature, like him and his daughter, or like. Ant-Man and the Wasp in stature, or something like that, you know, like, to, to sort of keep building, but... The Ant-Men. The Ant-Men. The insects. The Ant people. Um, ants, with a Z. Ants with a Z. Yeah, that movie a, already a, exists. A Bug's Life. A Bug's Life. We just do A Bug's Life. No, Ant-Mans, um, no, Ants, and then the title of the movie is A Bug's Life. <laughs> Did you ever see that commercial for Ant-Man that was just, like, Paul Rudd and Michael Peña, like, snapping over and over and being like, Ants, Ants, Ants. I think so. Ant-Man. And, like, that's the commercial? It's weird. Yeah, yeah, Michael Douglas. 
Yeah, Michael Douglas and Paul Rudd. Yeah, that that I do remember that. That was really weird. But yeah, no. So these Ant Ant Man was really cool because it was a lot different. You know, shrinking character, someone that they, yeah. nobody thought they were going to do. And I remember me and you saw that movie and were like, "That was really good." Mm-hmm. I'm 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 surprised that they were pull it off. Yeah, it was well. surprisingly good. It was nice. And then this one, it was like we've already seen Ant Man. We've seen him. It, the I think main reason Paul Rudd carries this movie a lot with. Uh, well, it's, it's all the characters. I think between Paul Rudd, Michael Pena, I mean, Evangeline Lilly also. I really like her performance in this. But like Paul Rudd, Michael Pena, uh, T.I., uh, David Desmalchin, like the, the That's true. It is a, it is a very um, Flash, CW. They got Team Flash. They got Team Ant-Man yeah. in this. And, it's, and the characters are all really strong. Like I think the casting all the way down is, is great. The performances are awesome. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer and Lawrence Fishburne are great additions here. Um, you know, I again love eventually in Lily. I think Walton Goggins is a good choice for a villain anytime. Um, Bobby Cannavale is is great as the stepdad or whatever. I really like him. It's weird that like he's so like he's like a friend of Aunt Paul Rudd's now or yeah. Scott Lang's. Which I buddies. thought it was a little weird. They were like, oh, buddy, and they're hugging, and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, they got there. They got Take there it down in the a end. notch. Um, I do love that Fi- Lawrence Fishburne plays uh, Goliath. I wish we would ever have the chance to see Goliath, but I understand in this universe, it's like, why do you need Goliath? Yeah, you don't need another. We got Giant Man, yeah. little Ant Man going big. Giant Man, Giant Man. That like Goliath. That's just not a really interesting concept. Like, what are you going to do with that that you couldn't do with Ant Man? Yeah, no, totally. And that, that's the thing is like, I'm sure that's why so, he doesn't show yeah, up. I love but, that they incorporated that though. That he yeah. was he, you know, he was his partner, and they they didn't mm-hmm. get along, but they did experiments, and he did exist as. Yeah. Oh, they experimented together, if you know what I mean. Oh, 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 oh spicy. Oh, that's why they don't like it much. <laughs> exactly. It's scorned lovers. It was a, um, a bad breakup. <laughs> uh, this one, ha- so this movie, in terms of contributing to the larger MCU, and I mean, obviously, with this one being so recent, we don't necessarily know yet if there's anything they're going to really be bringing back, but is there anything that's obvious to you that feels like it was sort of thrown into the universe? Oh, well, no, she was... In the first one. I was going to say Scott's daughter, but they she was in the first one. Oh, no. This one, for the larger MCU, I think this one is kind of like out of like... It's like a, a pit stop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like it's... They've got all the main ones in yeah. line, and then this one's just a little bit out of the bubble. Yeah. where we, they're like, yeah, check out what we got this and got that. And yeah. I like that they're, they're stepping out of the main continuity and the main story. Yeah. But he's going to definitely... He, he did play a huge role in Endgame. Yeah. Um... Because he wasn't in Infinity War. He was doing this movie instead. Mm-hmm. So it would be wonder, interesting to... I wonder if Evangeline Lilly is going to show up in, in Endgame. I hope she does. I, I really want Endgame to have She's everyone. Dead. She's dead. Dude. She's dead right now, but I mean, obviously... She's dead. They're going to bring her back. Um, no, they're all dead. And I, I like I like Evangeline Lilly a lot as the Wasp. I think that's the other con- contribution is that the Wasp exists now. You know, because in, in the first Ant-Man, they just teased it but didn't really do much. Um it was disappointing that she didn't show up in Civil War some, for no reason. Like, well, I mean, it makes sense in this movie. Yeah, that, I guess. That, yeah, uh, that... He kind of just went off with yeah. it. So this is the movie where um, my dad watched it. And mm-hmm. uh, I said, I told him, and I was like, you can watch this movie, but I would definitely watch Captain America Civil War before this. Mm-hmm. And before Civil War, I think you should watch Captain America Winter Soldier. But for some reason, he doesn't want to. So he's been working his way backwards. So he ended up watching Civil War, uh-huh. but yeah, he watched um, Ant Man, and uh, it's like it doesn't make sense because it starts off. Or he didn't watch uh, Civil War, mm. but he watched Ant Man and the Wasp, and it starts off like they kind of like roll through what happens, yeah, and they kind of explain through. But I'm like, 
I told Ozzy, you should watch that and watch Winter Soldier. But for some reason, nobody listens to me. <laughs> Including the listeners of this podcast. Yeah, Dylan no, watched kidding. the Winter Soldier at the gym. And I've been telling him to watch that forever. And he never did, but he ended up staying the whole time in the gym, in the little training room that's with funny. the movie theater room, just stretching. He's like, yeah. so I love that's an amazing movie. And I'm like, mm. just watch it in order because there are certain story arcs mm-hmm. that you, you need to watch. I like so I, I like that you just continuously like this is the thing that happens regularly on any podcast we do is just like name dropping personal friends of ours. <laughs> and then Dylan, Dylan the is one of my cousins that uh, there you go is secretly a nerd, but he doesn't know it. Yeah, he doesn't know it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I there is just definitely like a, a a big part of me that wants to love this movie. Um, do you not? I like it. It's just I don't I don't have any strong feelings for it. Um, who do you think has the best performance in this movie? Paul Rudd. You think so? Um, I I do like um, a close second would be the police guy, the Asian dude. Oh yeah, Randall Park. Randall Park is actually Randall Park is great in this movie. He's he's hilarious and uh, he kind of steals the show a little bit in in every scene he's in. I kind of I would I I might even give best performance to Randall Park actually because I think he's he's dope. He's really good and it's a kind of a character you've never seen and they do it in a different way than what you would expect yeah. some like. Uh, guy that was in charge of this yeah he seems very incompetent but like totally so yeah i like that and uh, oh man randall park's gonna be in a movie called long shot and it's not about the x-men character long shot that's disappointing oh that's a bummer but actually uh you you were saying the larger mcu Mm -hmm. do you think this movie is bogged down by the larger mcu and i think the beginning is because i totally forgot that you have to have seen civil war you don't have to have but it helps and uh it kind of throws off um because if you go from ant-man to Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's like, what? Yeah. Um, but they, they touch on it. Yeah, I think... So it does get bogged down a little bit. But I, they, they do it well. Yeah, I, I, th- I, think, I think it is a little bogged down, sort of, that, that it is mired in the middle of this really, like, kind of climactic point in the universe, you know? Yeah, because they kind of, obviously, they shoehorned him into Civil War. A little bit, they yeah. They didn't need him. They didn't need Spider-Man, but they wanted him because it would be really cool because it's Avengers yeah. 2.5. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's bogged down a bit. Uh, were there any plot threads in this that you felt were abandoned or even plot threads from going into this that um, were abandoned? <clears throat> I don't think so. Thus far, and again, I th- there's a part of me that feels like it's too early to tell with some things. Yeah, so this one, I mean, it was. I was very curious to see where they were going to go from Civil War because they were in the, the huge, crazy prison. Yeah. And then he busts them out. But apparently, Captain America didn't bust him out. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because both of them were, both Hawkeye and Ant-Man made deals. Yeah. And uh, So he just went and busted out who? Oh, he, they probably made deals and then he went and busted out Black Widow. And, there you go. And they became the secret. They became Avengers. good buddies. <laughs> they became BFF. So. Um, okay. Yeah, let's, let's talk about uh, the, the villain. I mean... I'd I guess Ghost is probably the villain that we'd be really. I don't want to say here. a villain, but she is the antagonist. Yeah. she's more like a, they become friends at the end. Yeah, that's this is the first time we've had a a villain or an antagonist become friends, and they're trying other to than ha- Winter Soldier, which I mean he's yeah he's not like the villain villain, but he is okay yeah so, uh, yeah no but he, yeah no I, and I, I I really like Ghost. I will say that I I do hope that they um use her again mm-hmm. in the same way that they've used. Winter Soldier, how Winter Soldier was a big, huge uh, plot point. He's almost the MacGuffin of yeah. the whole that that whole story arc between Winter Soldier to Civil War, and you know, 
Yeah. But I would I would love for Ghost to return. I like her design. I really love the actress. Um, and she's she's definitely the rising star of this movie for me. Uh, Jan- Hannah John Kamen. Yeah, she was amazing. She yeah. was in uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, and I believe she was in something another movie. Another movie that came out at the exact around the same time. Sure. You know, yeah, she was in other other movies. You know, actors yeah. they do movies exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was amazing. I thought she was really good in uh, Ready Player One. I love Ready Player. Oh, One. it was Tomb Raider that she was in at I that never time. Saw it. Never saw Tomb Raider? Oh. That's why I probably I can place it, because I, I read about it somewhere. Tomb Raider was fine. <laughs> fine. Um, Is she fine? Is that what you mean? Exactly. Uh, I do like Alicia Vikander, though. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I hope they use her more, because she definitely deserves to, to have a more prominent role in this universe. Very interesting character, too. Totally. And a, and a really good arc. So I think I think rating this villain, I'd, I'd bring her up around like a seven. Yeah, because her motivations were like, she's been in pain her entire yeah. life. And she's been manipulated. Yeah. Um, so now we got to punch be- her in the face a bunch. Yeah, into becoming an assassin, you know. Yeah. And, Which is uh, super dope. She just doesn't want to die. Yeah. It's really and, cool. Yeah. It's a really, really cool arc. I, I think it's it was an, a very innovative villain. Um, I thought it was interesting because it is an Iron Man villain. We touched on that back in those episodes. Yeah. Um, when we were talking about Iron Man. And uh, yeah, this this villain is an Iron Man villain. And is there any Ant Man villains? Like, what's the most prominent Ant Man villain besides, I guess, Yellow Jacket? I mean, yeah, apart from Yellow Jacket, and I mean, even Yellow Jacket, it's kind of a like not quite really a real Ant Man villain. Yeah, because because Ant Man was Yellow yeah, Jacket he became, for a while. He becomes Yellow yeah. Jacket, so I'm like confused. Ant Man doesn't really have any villains. Does he even have his own comic book? Is oh yeah, that popular. Oh yeah, he's. I mean, not. I. I don't think right now it's kind of. He's one of those characters that like every once in a while gets a, a series or a mini series or something like that. Um, but he's there's not like a regular Ant Man comic always going on or anything. Yeah, like he's that. always he's a great character that you can just throw into a, the mix, especially with Paul Rudd mm-hmm. because he he's you know has such good chemistry with pretty much anybody you put him on screen with. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, really, most of Ant Man's villains like Ultron is an Ant Man villain. That's true. Um, in the comics, at Pink least. Pim, though. Yeah, and they would have like Black Ant would be another one. Like you can't use it. Too Taskmaster. Boring. Taskmaster could be a fun one to bring out. That's a Black Widow. Rumored to be the Black Widow villain. Really? Well, That's that, kind of with the kind of interesting, and colorful. Cloak. Man, they keep stealing all of Ant Man's villains for other movies, and then having to figure out what to do in the Ant Man movies. Stealing from Iron Man. I guess they could do some AIM stuff. They could bring AIM back and have like the dudes in the 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 yellow weird hazmat suits. Um, was Iron Man three? Were those? Was that technically AIM? Yeah, that was AIM. Okay. Um, that would be cool to bring back that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's really there's not tons. Like it it gets really obscure really fast when you're looking at like lists of Ant Man. Ant Man is obscure. So I mean, like you can take anything. That's the that's the great thing about obscure characters yeah. is that you don't have a lot of fan backlash when you completely do your own thing. Yeah. So they can just get creative and make sort of like original that's content it. based off of the the name. And this is also the thing too is I actually I am looking forward to when we have a full blown like superhero or a, a full blown supervillain that is an original creation of the MCU. Have we have we not seen it? Never we, had. We've seen they've taken a lot of liberty. Yeah, they've taken a lot of liberty with existing names and existing characters and stuff like that, but they have not yet made a full supervillain out of whole cloth. Like the closest thing would be Alexander Pierce, but I'm talking like an actual supervillain that like fights. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a like a comic book. Villain. Exactly. Um, I don't think they need to because like you can just take any name yeah. and, you know, cause if you start creating original stuff, then it's like, well, you have such people, you get a lot of complaints from like sure. these weird comic book people that are like, you could use this or that no, or this or that. that. 
And that'll be the thing. I think up until they get to a point where they have a villain that doesn't fit into a comic book archetype, which will be rough uh, to like find because there's so many of them. Uh, but yeah, I, it'll. I think there'll come to a point where eventually someone goes, "Yeah, we're just going to create an original villain for this." I would. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think, be it'd be, I think it'd be very interesting. Exactly, it'd be interesting to see how an original character would be able to fit into this universe, like one that's just totally created out of whole cloth for these movies. Yeah, because it's like the evolution of. Uh the MCU because the MCU is very loosely based off of all these comic books. Yeah. Like they take names, they take ideas, they take mm-hmm. um, storylines yeah. and then they just do whatever. Infinity War, Civil War are completely almost yeah. nothing the same no. except for like by name yeah. and by characters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it might be getting to a point where they, they can do that and that'd mm-hmm. be kind of cool. It'd be fun. Um. Yeah. Anyway, the, this. Uh, let's let's talk about the the mid credits and post credits scenes. So the mid credits scene is is uh you know the sort of the big one, the the ramifications one where we get caught up to current present. That's a, day. That was a good one. I I saw it coming. Yeah. Um, of course. I kind of yeah. I was like, I knew something was going to happen. You have to tie it in an Infinity War, and I was like, what's the best mm-hmm. way to do that? Obviously, the way they did. You have Scott Lang harvest quantum particles, duh, and then uh, they they disintegrate uh, due to Thanos's uh, snap. Yeah, a lot of people were. I don't know why they were saying this, but they were saying, yeah, he didn't. He wasn't affected by the snap because he was in the quantum realm. And I'm like, well, maybe he was just lucky. And that, I guess that's the question, right? The question becomes: If you're in the quantum realm, do, do you even register, or you know, or is it just yeah that he was one of the lucky ones who survived? I don't know. Yeah, maybe they'll question. address that. Maybe they won't. Maybe, they maybe won't. it's not important. Yeah, it's probably not important. But uh, it was a pretty cool one. I rank it one of my favorites. Yeah, that'll be the question though: is how he gets back out of the quantum realm because he's he trapped does. there right We've now. Seen the t- yeah, he does. Oh, we saw the movie. That's right. Yeah, we, this, we saw the we movie. We saw right. the movie, and he does the thing, and it was amazing. <laughs> uh, no, it'll it'll be how interesting to that. see how they how they figure that out. Do you have any theories on how he would get out? Um, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pretend like I haven't seen Endgame. Yeah, uh, and I would say. That he finds a time vortex. Mm. That's the main theory. Is that they they say that there's a reason why she says that right before he goes in. Oh, is that the, the time travel comes from Ant Man going back in time, like from from the yeah. Sort there's of- actually a theory that I saw that was pretty interesting. Um, you know when he's knocking on the door, mm-hmm. going to let me in, and he goes, uh, Captain America says, "Where's that footage?" Like how he he says, "How uh, old is that?" Or is that live or something? He's like, like that. "Yeah, is that live?" Yeah, and I think it's in the past, interesting, or in the future maybe. No, it can't be the future. No, yeah, because so no someone someone tells him it's live because Captain America Captain America says like when is this footage from or something like that and then Black Widow says that's live. No, she says it's at the front door. She says that's at the front door and if you pause it, someone paused it and you can see in like the top corner it has like a date or something Hmm. and it might have been like different. Like that'd be really interesting to have you know him wandering around um, in the past. Yeah, because he would have got there and it's a stark building. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much uh, that makes sense or anything, but I, you know, I, I do think that I don't know. He goes on some of an event, uh, a journey himself because we see him wandering around. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. People listening to this probably are like, "You guys are idiots." It happened this way because they sure. They've it's just it's it's interesting though. Game. I like the sort of uh, uh, the theories that that you know, like I like hearing theories after I've seen it just to like see what what people are thinking and yeah, and, and they're like, "Man, you were way off." But I like that, though. No I think it's just interesting. Um, yeah, I, I wonder how much of this movie is, how much of Endgame is going to be spent, like, living in the sort of um, aftermath of Infinity War before they sort of formulate their plan. You I'd know? say probably about a year. No, I mean, I mean screen time. 
What, what do you mean? Like oh, in the movie time. of Endgame, how how long oh, okay. is it before they sort of figure out their plan? I don't know. You it's know? three hours long, so I'm it's guessing a there's a pretty big chunk of uh, you know aftermath. Dude, you're you're good at going into movies and not having a soda or like popcorn or anything. I can't. I like literally. <laughs> we almost we went to see Shazam last night as we're recording this again, I uh, and we were like walking toward the theater, and I was just like, I'm gonna go get a drink. Like we we were already like yeah, how past did that the work with the like the. The chair moving around. Did it spill your drink at all? No, it was fine. Okay. Yeah, well, b- uh, by the way, we watched uh, Shazam in 4DX. It's yeah. on our Patreon. Exactly. If you want to go check out that, uh, we have a little review of Shazam. Pluggy plugs. You can go check that out. It's, it's a pretty good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Scott. Scott Corelli. Corelli. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot your last name, bro. Patreon.com slash that might be cool. That's uh, that's where you'll hear that uh, that episode. It was a good one. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Another one of those car episodes. Um, but yeah, coming back to Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think uh, we've, we've pretty much covered everything. Um... Uh, post credit scene. Uh, post credit scene. Oh yeah, the post. So we talked about the mid credit scene. How would you rate that mid credit scene? Um, they put it in the trailer, so it was very anticlimactic. Did they put it in the trailer? They they put it on TV. They that put it in. Sucks. I'm pretty. It might have been in in one of the trailers, but it's just like like that's a cheap shot. That's lame. Like I don't know if they were planning on. I think they were trying. Even to get, if they didn't, they were trying to get people it, who were like, I need to know what happens. It's, a, it's stupid. Yeah, that's lame. So I give it a zero. The Stanley cameo. Of him, well, see, I think, but I think that's on marketing. I think the scene itself is like at least a good six for the me. Scene? Yeah, I think it's a fun scene. I think it's boring. I think I'll give it like a two. But, uh, <laughs> okay. The Stanley cameo is uh, one people. I think there was like a little bit of controversy because it implies that he did a lot of drugs when he was making the the comic books. Mm. He says the seventies were fun or the sixties were fun, but now I'm paying for it because his car shrinks as he's trying to get into it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Yeah, you know, I think it's kind of. I mean, yeah, like Stanley, it doesn't seem like was ever the guy who would have done any drugs uh, or any psychedelics or whatever. But at the same time, I, th- I think it's kind of a fun and cute little little cameo. I like it. I think it's funny. I give it a ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. And uh, since I won't be here for the end game cameo of uh, Stanley, mm-hmm. that one's a bajillion out of a uh, out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense because it was a good one. Yeah, it was no. amazing. We saw it. Remember? It we did see it. it. Yeah, it was bajillion. great. Um. Yeah, I, li- I like Stanley just standing with his car getting shrunk. I that's that's good. I'll, I'll give that one like a that's a that's a solid seven for that. Um, and then the post credit scene uh is uh the giant ant playing Scott Lang's drums. That's what I was saying was terrible. Oh, you're saying that was terrible. That's in the trailer. Oh, I thought you were talking. No, I was still on the mid credit scene. Oh no, that's a good one. Yeah, that was not in the trailer. That's what I was gonna say. I was okay, like, are okay. you kidding me? No, the 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 drums. Is, yeah, the drums. That's you in don't the like trailer. the drums. I think no, I think the drums is like a good three. That's why I said like a two. But yeah, oh. no, the the mid credit scene. Yeah, um, that one's really cool. I like how they tie it into Infinity War, and uh, I saw it coming, so I give it. Yeah, what did you give it? I think it like a six or seven. I give it an uh, eight. Eight? It was sick because I remember I, my dad watching it, and I think he had seen Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Or no, he had not seen Infinity War. He was moving backwards, yeah. so he watched Infinity War after that. And I was like, just watch these like three or four movies. Yeah, it didn't. He worked his way backwards. What a I'm jerk! Like, you, you ruined it for yourself. What a commie! Uh, all right, well, that's. Uh, I think that does it for Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, Chase, it's been a, it's been a pleasure going on more than half of this uh, road with you. It's uh, it's been fun, you know. I've been here for three days in California. <laughs> yeah, uh, sleeping on your couch. We're about uh, to go actually enjoy California for the first time since you've been out here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm glad uh, I was here for that. Yeah. For, for this, anything it's, you it's want a good time. I've been missing podcasting for almost four years. Yeah, man. Um, so I I got it out of my system, and I'm good for another four years. So I'll see you. <laughs>
at the end of phase five. I guess. Absolutely, man. If anyone wants to hear the further adventures of uh, Chase and I, we'll probably have we'll we'll keep doing some stuff for Patreon and stuff like that. So uh, if you go to patreon.com slash that might be cool, uh, you can find all that stuff, early episodes to this uh, to this show and and exclusive episodes for our Patreon feed. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, talk to you, the listener, tomorrow uh, for what is it, Captain Marvel? Is that Captain Marvel tomorrow? Yeah, it is. Tomorrow will be Captain Marvel. Well, yeah, fun with that. And then the day after will be. I think uh, I teased Endgame. a lot, <clears throat> a lot of uh, stuff, insight on that movie. That uh-huh. It's just gonna. I mean, maybe we'll talk about it on the Patreon. Abandoned plot threads. It'll be on the Patreon. So. All right, cool, and uh, and you'll be back for future seasons as well. So uh, we. Uh, I might be back next month. We'll see. Yeah, it's exactly. So. Uh, yeah, but thank you everybody for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. That might be cool. Dot com. You never know. <laughs>